Hey there, welcome to another Table Talks with Danner and the B-Man. What's our question, Danner? Today, our question is, how can you reach others who are headed down a bad path without going down that path yourself? Ooh, a bad path. Um, Ladies first. Ladies first, I like it. Um, well, first off, I would like to say that um, you need to make a mental note that typically when someone is headed on the wrong path, that's the last thing they want to hear from you. Um, this isn't always the case, but usually they don't want to be saved or at least don't think they need to be saved. And it can be really hard, especially if you're close to that person. But, I mean, you can lead a horse to water all day long. doesn't mean they'll drink it. Ooh. So... <laughs> With that being said, just always be available for them. Like, whenever they, you know, mess up, be the one person who doesn't judge them or criticize them, but just listen to them. Hear them out. Um, Be there and encourage them to do better and just remind them of who they really are and be like, look, I know you're better than this and I want to help you, but you've got to meet them halfway. You know yourself and you know your limits, so don't push yourself or don't put yourself in a situation where you think you'll slip up and just ask God to bless whatever happens. I mean, that's not how it works. Yeah, I would say get the t-shirt that says do better. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, okay, so when someone starts going down a wrong road, mm-hmm. it's usually subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gradual thing. They don't necessarily see what you see from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you nailed it. You don't want to be the judgmental Christian who just, you know, beats them over the head with the Bible. Yeah, they're going to shut you out. Yeah, you know, because they don't want to hear what you got to say. But if they know that you truly love them, they'll listen. Now, they may not listen in the beginning, but they will listen. I would say give them scripture. Don't just give them your opinion because God said that his word will not return void. So his word is powerful. Um, so we want to use that. Yeah. But we want to do it in a loving way, not a judgmental way. In fact, God calls us to love and not judge. So um, you want to be that that type of Christian. I'm way more sensitive and apt to listen to someone who... I know really loves me and has my best interest at heart Mm -hmm. other than someone who's just judging me. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, there, we all know that Christian who thinks they're perfect and everybody else is the sinful ones, you know? Um, so you would do that. A couple of scriptures that I would say this Philippians two, four says not looking to our own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. So it is about looking out for other people. It's not just a, about us. Uh, Matthew five sixteen says, In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Be a light to the person, you know. Um, be the type of person that shows them the right way to do things and not um, like showboated in their face. You know, mm-hmm. just do the right thing. Just love them through it. And um, they'll probably come back around. Because um, I just picture Jesus doing this. We see this over and over and over. Whether it be the woman who's caught in adultery and everybody's ready to stone her to death. I personally think that some of the people who were yelling, hey, stone her to death, were probably some of the men who slept with her at some point in time. Uh, but they looked like they were perfect people. Yeah. Um, but what did Jesus do? He takes her. He does not do what everybody thinks he's going to do. He just kneels down. He writes in the dirt or the sand. 
no one knows what he wrote in the dirt or the sand. But then he goes on to say, you without sin cast the first stone. Well, we know that no one threw any stones mm -hmm. because they realized in that moment in time, hey, we, we've all sinned. So I just see Jesus being the one, though everyone is against a person, he is the one who will not leave them nor forsake them, no matter what. Mm. So if you want to be the most like Jesus, then you be the one who loves and not judges and the one who sticks around when everybody else is gone. Because what will happen is um, other people will leave that person. But here's the key to it. You don't want to go down the same path. And, you know, we say this every episode, but I'm 47, you're... 16. So, and you probably know this by now, that it's much easier to pull someone down mm -hmm. than it is to pull them, what? Oh, up. totally. Yeah. So, um, you have to be careful when you're dealing with it. I would, I would say wisdom is this. If I'm a recovering alcoholic who God has saved and changed, it doesn't mean that I'm not susceptible to going back to drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. um, I could very well do that. Um, and I've got a friend who I want to help get out of the same situation that I was in. Wisdom would say, don't go hang out with them at the bar and try to witness to them because you're putting yourself in a situation to where you could very well fall. I'm not saying you would, but I'm just saying wisdom would probably yeah, say, don't push it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no matter how long you've been saved out of that, you know, mm -hmm. it, it would take a foolish man to say, I would never do anything again. That's a fool, you know, because the Bible says that our, our hearts, uh, are wicked above all things. We don't even know it. We don't know how far we can go without God. So I'm not going to sit here today and say, I would never do that. Or God changed me and saved me. I would never go back to do that. Mm -hmm. That's foolish. Um, I would say, pray about it. I would say, let that person know that you love them and you care for them and you don't want to see them go down that road. Um, and do that as much as possible, but don't put yourself in a situation where you could slip and be right where they're at. Cause mm -hmm. that has happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it probably happens more often than we know it. Um, so no pun intended, but it's a slippery slope, you know, <laughs> so corny. <laughs> so, uh, anything you would add to that Danner to, um, I guess kind of, if you're, if you're helping someone and you're thinking you're on the verge of falling on that path yourself, kind of step back and say, you know, have I learned my lesson with this? Have I really gotten over this? And maybe because you can't teach someone something that you don't know yourself. So kind of just reevaluate um, and better yourself first, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I think the key to it is um, it's just not really putting yourself in a position to where you could fall mm -hmm. because you're supposed to be the light yeah. to someone else. Um and that's probably happened more than we know. You know, you start out with good intentions to, you know, help a friend to really get them back to where they need to be. And before you know it, um, you're right there with them, you know. Um, it's sad. And now both of them are in a mess. So 
another good question. Um, you know, we're called to help people, uh, to be the light and to be, um, the ambassador of Jesus Christ, because that's what he's chosen us to do. Yes. Um, but you have to live your life above reproach to where you don't fall into that same habit. So, um, so thank you again for being with us for another episode of Table Talks with Danner and the B-Man. We'll see you back here next time. Y'all have a good day.